The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. I'm just about that action, boss. To the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guys. Me, really real, living real. It's Ralph from Jr. here at your service. And if you're not watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL Gambling Podcast, then you would have caught the blunder of messing up the intro. But because you are probably listening in on podcast version right now, Scott already edited out. So you have no idea what I did, and you'll have to go to youtube.com slash NFL Gambling Podcast, give a like to the video, and watch the early part to see what I messed up. All right. I'm here with Scott Studio Rochelle. We're talking 2023 NFL MVP previews. Scott, what's going on? Yeah, nothing much. Looking forward to going through another NFL award. I know we went through the Coach of the Year last week, which was fun. NFL MVP, historically speaking, not many, you know, long shot candidates that come out of nowhere to win the award, but who knows? Maybe this year will be different. Looking forward to it either way and should be fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm really not trying to waste any time because this feels like it can go a wide range of ways this way. Like it just feels like at some point Patrick Mahomes is going to get a little bit of the Tom Brady treatment and where he's just not going to get the award anymore. And so reigning NFL MVP Patrick Mahomes just won the award. He leads the odds this year. But just to talk about uh, some of the previous year's MVPs and just looking for any type of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Trend. Let's just read off the names of the last few years of NFL MVPs. Patrick, Goat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers again, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Goat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers again, again, Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, 2012, Adrian Peterson. Scott, I just went back. 10, is that 10 actually? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 awards, and we have 10 QBs, one running back. Are we going to talk about anybody other than quarterback for this preview? I don't plan on it unless you want to drag out the actual showtime. We have a quota we got to reach, but no. A receiver's not going to win the award. A running back's not going to win the award. It's going to a quarterback, just simply put. I'm assuming we're in agreement there. Yeah, very much so in agreement there. I don't have any intention of talking about. Now, we act, there are actual, so I'm just going to read from the bottom, somewhat of the bottom, just throw out some bottom names, and then we'll work our way up to the favorites by the end of the show, and we'll drop you know, you and I, maybe a few people that were saying, hey, we're actually going to bet on for this futures market. 
But before we do all of that, got to talk to you about Edge Boost. This episode is supported by Edge Boost, the world's first now bet now pay later Visa card. Look, think about all the pay now later things that you have, like the layaway stuff, all of that. Think of that. But for sports betting, you have the Visa card where you can add your money in. You can get up to $2,500 in advances from edge boost and you can use that you can dole down on a play and increase your bankroll pay them back don't have anything to worry about you can hedge down on a future you had you can do all this stuff and it opens you up so much as a better to get that extra money in your bankroll and guess what zero percent interest for edge boost so look honestly truly like i'm gonna be completely real with you help me out just help me out here help me out and make an account Say you don't do it, make an account. Go make an account. As soon as you make an account, I know you will love it. Support SGPN. Support me to make sure I continue to get paid by SGPN by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, here, Scott. Let's go through the bottom of the list. Ignoring everybody that is not a quarterback here on this list, we have Mac Jones, 200 to 1. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Mac Jones, 200 to 1. We got 150 to 1 on Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter on CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Ryan Tannehill's 100 to 1, Kirk Cousins is 100 to 1. I mean, everybody's talking about him. Justin Jefferson's 101. I know we say we weren't talking about quarterback, but that's the pick that everybody's talking about if it is a quarter if it is a non-quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo also 100 to 1. That rounds out all the quarterbacks that are in the triple digits. Well, way more than triple digits, actually. I mean, does anybody get like a dollar? Does anybody get a dollar? Not for me. Um, I'm sure people are going to make a case for Jefferson, but if you're going to give me Jefferson and Cousins having the same odds, I'm going to take Cousins. If I had to pick between the two of them, because once again, if Jefferson has a Julio Jones type season with a ton of yards Mm -hmm. and not many touchdowns, Cousins still gets the yards and he might throw it to another guy and they cut Dalvin Cook. So maybe they'll throw the ball more. You know, there's a lot of potential uh, situations where the quarterback gets extra opportunities to pick up some stats compared mm-hmm. to the wide receiver. But no, I, I don't see anybody there I'm tempted by. I do think Cousins at 100 to 1 compared to the guys next to him, he should be lower than Ryan Tannehill. Like, let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> Cousins and Tannehill should not have the same odds. Cousins should be probably closer to like 80 to 1. But I'm not saying that it's worth a value play because he's not going to win the award. So, no. Any of the rookies, no chance. They're not going to give a rookie the MVP and rookie of the year. That's not going to happen. So, yeah, I don't really see any long shots I'm tempted by. If you wanted to go for the super long shot for fun, if you wanted to go for the defensive player angle, maybe you pray TJ Watt or Micah Parsons at 150-1 to have an insane season, but they're probably Mm -hmm. not going to win it anyway. Once again, I don't really spend that much time going through long shots with this award because it usually takes a quarterback – having a dream season who came out of nowhere. And when you're thinking of who won it in that scenario, you have Lamar Jackson, who had an incredible year uh, that one uh, year in Baltimore, and he won the award. Matt Mm -hmm. Ryan was around for a long time, and suddenly everything connected. He had an MVP year. And Cam Newton had a great year, too, when he won it. 
But each of those teams were basically the one seed in their conferences, and they just destroyed everybody in the conference. That's something we got to talk about as well for this award. Historically speaking, the winner of this award is not only on a good team, but they're a one or a two seed in their conference. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it's pretty, that's pretty much it. And I mean, is there, I, I don't, I can't think of anybody that I think down this list. I mean, there's a couple of Bengals that I didn't talk about. So potentially that, but. Yeah, but Burrow's got the third lowest odds to win the award. So, you know, he's going to get the credit for it anyway. Yeah, he. no matter what, any, like, that's the issue with a Justin Jefferson. Like, Jamar Chase, I see here at 101. I didn't even say his name because if Jamar Chase has an amazing season, it's going to Joe Burrow. I don't care. Yeah, and Burrow's going to get Higgins involved. and They may know, do something good. like give Chase the offensive player of the year and give yeah. Burrow the MVP, but there's no way Chase is the one getting the MVP. So, uh, yeah, I'm there with you. Um, can't really sprinkle on any of these guys, to be honest. I mean, if I did anybody, and I'm actually trying to look up, what was that one crazy, crazy season that Derrick Henry had and he still didn't win? I don't even think he can. Oh, you mean when he went for over 2,000? Yeah, like he had to. he would have to go for something like that. And honestly – of everybody's name that is that I just said and didn't say that's probably down here that doesn't even matter. Derrick Henry's probably the only one that I would say that hey, he's more liable to have 2000 yards plus and somehow get it than anybody else in this tier. And Peterson won the MVP what you said 11 years ago, not because of the fact that he was a running back who almost broke the single season rushing record. He mm-hmm. only won it because he came back from an ACL injury. If he was fully healthy without the narrative, there's no chance he would have gotten the award. He deserved it because he carried a Christian Ponder Minnesota team to the playoffs. But still, the only reason why he won it was because the narrative post-injury was attached to the stats. That's what it takes in order for a player to win. You can make an argument J.J. Watt maybe should have won it a couple years ago, and he wasn't Mm -hmm. even a serious candidate. It's going to a quarterback. It is what it is. All right, let's move up the list a little bit more. I see Kenny Pickett here at 75 to 1, Trey Lance at 66 to 1, Matthew Stafford at 66 to 1, Kyler Murray, Brock Purdy, both also at 66 to 1, Daniel freaking Jones and Derek Carr, 50 to 1. Let's okay, stop let, it let, there. Let's just get this out of the way. Yeah, Do you want to make it. a case for Daniel Jones or no? Very direct. Uh, Do you want I to make a case? Like, I would like to make a case for him as a fan. I would not like to make a case for him as a better. Okay. I'm not making but, a case either way. So, But if there was some craziness to happen and the Giants were this awesome, amazing team, Daniel Jones is going to get 100% of the on-the-field credit. The coaching credit is all going to go to, you know, Dayton. But on the field, because all of the weapons they have, he's prob and the rushing upside that he has, he will get the on the field credit. But I would not lay any amount of money on Daniel Jones to win MVP. I just don't think he would ever buy voters' hearts. I don't either. And I don't think the Giants are going to let him throw enough to have the insane stat line that you're looking for because mm-hmm. the Giants are still a run first team. So. Trey Lance was thrown out there 
a lot last year. Mm-hmm. I think he made it all the way up to like twenty five to one, maybe forty to one. It might have been forty to one actually. He, but he lasted he, a he, game in a quarter. He did surge, yeah, yeah, and then didn't last that much on the field. So, is there a possibility that Kyle Shanahan's figured it out and Trey Lance? Let's say we just haven't seen enough of Trey Lance. We really haven't seen that much of him. Let's just say we haven't seen that much. Maybe Kyle Shanahan figures it out. Does Trey Lance deserve a sprinkle here? Yeah, you lost me at QB competition with Sam Darnold, so I'm out. Is it really? Is that the it's, worst that they said? They haven't announced who's the starter yet, so if they're if they're taking this long to announce who's going to start between him and Darnold, I'm not picking him to win the MVP. I don't think Trey Lance is good. Just simply put, I know he's off an injury. We'll see how he does. But he barely played in college. I know he's a great athlete, so if you want to make an argument for rushing upside, but I don't think he's accurate enough with the football. And once again, he's basically a rookie, so you're assuming he's going to struggle with turnovers against NFL-level defenses in his first full season. A, if he stays healthy long enough. B, if he actually wins the starting quarterback job. There's too Uh many questions. I, I think that Lance has a shot maybe to win comeback player of the year. That's a separate discussion. But MVP, no. At 66 to 1, no. Plus the Niners, if I'm if I'm gonna roast Daniel Jones for the offensive play calling of the Giants relying more on the ground game, uh-huh. why the hell would the Niners let Trey Lance throw the ball a ton? They're gonna he's gonna hand the ball off 35 times a game. He's not gonna have the stats. Just simply put. Yep, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I can't get there for Kenny Pickett either. Just too early in his career. Got to see a little bit more. Derek Carr. He's in a bad division. If it's, that's what, that's he's in a bad division, and he doesn't have a good coach. So, like, if they do play well and they kill – let's say they go – let's say they do it. Matter of fact, I'll even give them one loss. Let's say they go 5-1 and one in the division. Mike can put yourself in a pretty good position with five, you know, an easy five-win boost over most teams. Just weapons. I, I, I think I could. I could see myself putting a couple of dollars on Derek Carr and just saying that, hey, it really was Vegas. It wasn't him at all. It really was Vegas. Yeah, I feel like Carr, once again, he's not going to win it. But if you want to make an argument for – and once again, at 5000 at plus 5000 or anything around that price range, you basically need a miracle, historically speaking, of this, rec- of this award. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at all the stars are lining, I think Carr at 5000 makes some sense. He plays in a dome, so weather's not a factor for most of the games. Not to mention the fact that Atlanta's also in a dome, so that's even less weather you have to worry about. But – He's not going to win it. I think Dennis Allen's a bad coach. But if you want to make a case for Carr, I'm not going to stop you at 5,000. It's kind of funny because I'm looking at narratives and who can pull off a miracle. Jordan Love at plus 4,000 if you think he's actually decent. I mean, we can really talk about Jordan Love here. And just this next tier of players, you have Jordan Love at 40 to 1, Deshaun Watson at 40 to 1. Russell Wilson, 33 to 1. Jared Goff, 33 to 1. Geno Smith, 33 to 1. Let's kind of cut it there. Geno Smith, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Jordan Love. What do you like about this tier players right here? Uh, so Love, I think, is interesting if you think, once again, for narrative purposes, if the Packers perform well. Minnesota overachieved last year. They were insanely good in one score games. It's not going to happen again. Detroit, 
a bit overvalued. Let's be real. The, the, the mm-hmm. Lions, they might find a way to screw it up. Mm-hmm. If the if the Packers find a way to win 12, 13 games, maybe he's got a shot at it. Is he going to win it? No. But you mentioned rushing upside. Love can run a little bit, so he does have that type of dual threat ability. That was the main case I made for LaFleur winning coach of the year. I mm-hmm. think LaFleur would get more credit than Love would, personally. Deshaun Watson has the talent – the problem is after what happened. After over the, past, the voters are not voting Deshaun Watson. There's no, no nobody's going to vote man. for him. That There's was the point no I was going to make. You have nobody line. wanting to vote for him. That is probably the worst bet on this card. Like by far the worst bet. There is no stat line Deshaun Watson could put up that voters would vote him NFL MVP. Yeah, there, nobody's going to vote for him. No, so we see that eye to eye. So yeah, I, I I could not. I could never. I I, there's that, no stat. I just there's no stat line where I see that voters enough voters would literally vote him MVP. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. I'm glad we agree exactly the same on Watson. That's a waste of money. I think you can make an argument if you wanted to once again for a good narrative. Gino, maybe you know the turnovers were a concern at the end of last year, but he's got a lot of weapons. And Seattle seems to be on the verge of maybe winning the division because San Francisco, once again, is choosing between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The division might be there. So you want to make an argument for Seattle winning 13 games? You know, maybe he's got a shot there. He did win comeback player of the year. I don't know what he came back from besides being bad. But either way, the point is he did win an award last year. So maybe he can build on that momentum. Russell Wilson, I find fascinating at 33-1. to 1. I'm not saying that he's going to win, but the fact is he still has that little piece of trivia that he's never gotten a single vote in the MVP race. Mm-hmm. If the Broncos suddenly figure it out offensively with Sean Payton, a miracle. They make it work offensively. I can see Wilson getting credit, and I think that could be the miracle run you're looking for. Is it going to happen? No. But at 33 to 1, you're looking for the narrative. I don't hate it. But I think in that price range, my favorite option is probably Geno because I really like that. I really like the weapons with uh, Metcalf and Lockett. And they even, you know, have some really talented guys as well, even deeper in the depth chart. And they might win the division. So Seattle picked up some buzz last year because they overachieved a little bit and they were solid. Uh, and they once again, looked like a solid team, and they made the playoffs, which nobody thought would happen. But if I had to pick my first true long shot that I'm really tempted by, it'd be Geno with 33-1, to 1, even though I doubt he wins the award. Yeah, I think, I think I'm there with you on Geno, too. It, 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 it's... it's I can't get there on Jared Goff, man. I just, I, I, I just can't. I can't get there on the Lions. I, don't, I don't know what it is. Everybody's so excited about this Lions team. By the way, I, I forgot to mention there. Seattle. In addition to having Lockett and Metcalf, they also drafted Smith and Jigba. Jas- and that's literally what I was yeah. about to talk about with Gino. But like, I can't get there with Goff. But Gino, he's got, like you said, Lockett. You have DK. You have Smith and Jigba. You still have, you know, quality running backs. Like, I, I think that Geno and how it looks like Seattle is perfectly fine incorporating the offense around him and just playing to his strengths and letting him push the ball down the field, not being conservative with them. Like, this was a very dynamic offense last year. You just added, you know, potentially one of the best receivers in the draft. So, 
yeah, I, I, Gino at 33-1, I think I would actually sprinkle a little bit on that just to add the fact of this is like the underdog story. And if Gino comes out here, has a great season, they win a bunch of games, then he could be one of those plays that where do we – does he actually win the award? No. But does his odds shrink significantly? If Gino comes out the first month of the season, racks up nearly, what, 2,000 yards, bunch of touchdowns, his odds are going to drop. You can sell this ticket, get you some profit, move on from it. Somebody else will uh, wait it out. So, yeah, I like I like Gino there. I was just trying to quickly shop around to see if I could find any better odds uh, out of curiosity. Uh, I doubt I'm going to, but, you know, you never know. So let me just quickly see if I could find better odds here. Uh, well, while you just, do that, I'm going to talk to everybody about one of my favorite platforms, and that is Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, so Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes. You're talking to somebody where who was a semi-quarterfinalist of the Best Ball Mania. Yeah, whatever, whatever was the one before you started winning some serious money, that was me. I, I was there. I got some. I got some money. It wasn't a lot, but I got some. It was more than what I put in. But there was a tier that was right before that. That was right there. They was winning some serious money. I was right there. So I'm about to break into that tier, win some serious cash with Best Ball Mania Four, doing a whole bunch of mock drafts with Sean and Ryan. Make sure you go ahead and tap into every other way. They have player prop parlays as well in the NBA, WNBA. NHL, MLB, head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right. Let's move on to... By the way, I, man, I did not find better odds. Plus 3,300 is the best I got. Okay. A man who is all in a tier of his own, Dak Prescott, 28-1. I can be persuaded... If once again Dallas has a really, really good year, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think losing didn't he lose Schultz? Uh, yeah. That's that's going to be big for him. Well, he Schultz was really, really good. So yeah, and and that was his guy. Like it was just it was just connection. Like that was his guy. They used to kill us in games, like literally kill us in games. That was his guy. Now, I mean, Hendershot, he's he's had a you know a relationship with Hendershot. And they got Schoolmaker in the draft, but like, what? Now you're, I guess, more Tony Pollard on the on the field means that he can rack up some more receiving yards than he normally would. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, passing yards for Dak Prescott, more passing yards than he normally would. But and then you do bring in Brandon Cooks via trade. You got Michael Gallup another year off of that ACL injury. I, I mean. And then CD, and, you know, there's a lot of mixed feelings about CD, I feel like. He'll win me a fantasy championship, so I'm on board. <laughs> he lost me one, actually. Oh. Ah. Uh. It's not terrible odds if you think he puts up a, a massive stat line, but, well, I'm not sure Dallas is going to be good enough. We just said All right, so let's have... just put him in a vacuum. Who has a better chance? Dak or Gino? I think Gino has a better chance. It's I'm gonna really, say really it tough. might be a hot take. It might be a hot take. I think Gino has a better chance to win MVP than Dak. I think I'd agree with you because once again, I still don't think Dallas is better than Philly. 
So if I'm if you're asking me in other words, besides just player success, team success, I think Seattle has a better chance to win the division than Dallas does. Okay. So well, that's Gino, the first so. step. Winning the division, first step. I'm assuming right. you agree with that because yeah. once again, the main yeah, competition is going to be Darnold or Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. Let's move on. Next tier, both 18 to 1, Justin Fields and Tua Attack Viola. I'm not putting anything on Tua because I don't know if he's finishing the season. I honestly don't even think he should play the season. Yeah. <laughs> but Tua is a complete to... waste of money at 18 to 1. That's a terrible I, I, wager. That, that, if, it, if I had to pick between, like, let's just keep playing the game. Let's just keep playing the game. Tua or Gino, I'm taking Gino still. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. Dak over Tua too. Yeah, yeah, I would take Dak over Tua too. Tua is way down on this list. I think he should be a lot further down, but he's not because he has, you know, the receiving weapons. He has Jalen Waddle. He has uh, Tyreek Hill. And that's going to boost his numbers a lot of his games. But there's still the possibility of Tua might not finish the season and one more bad hit. They may just be overly cautious with him. Yeah. And Fields, I understand why the price is low. Just because he gives you the rushing yards, and if Chicago turns out to be good, you can make mm-hmm. a case. I, I once again don't think that Justin Fields is that good of a quarterback, so I'm going to. I'm pass. there. But, I'm there. I'm there. Give me. I will take just continuing. I will take Justin Fields over Geno Smith. Well, I remember I, when I we will. did a brief preview on that division. You were higher on the or the win totals for the NFC. You mm-hmm. were higher on Chicago than I was. Yeah, I don't think Chicago is going to be very good. You thought they might win the division. So if you think they win the division, then it's the same thing. I don't Minnesota. So we're everybody's expecting Minnesota to regress because of the one score game margin. I think it was what, like 12 and one, 12 and oh, something. They were undefeated. The one loss came against the Giants in the playoffs, ironically. Yeah. Shout out to, you know, New York football Giants. So regular season undefeated. That's got to regress. So they regress. If Detroit just doesn't grab the mountaintop and the Packers are actually as bad as I know we've been optimistic about them, but if they're actually as bad as we say they're going to be and, you know, the Lions don't grab the mountaintop, it's right there for Justin Fields. It's right there for the table. Well, that was the main source of disagreement. I think Green Bay is actually going to be good. You're just picking Chicago to be good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm taking Justin Fields. The rushing for, like, if Justin Fields rushes for over 1,000 yards, and, he, and, you know, I mean, shoot, let's just stop it there. Rushes for over 1,000 yards, gets a bunch of touchdowns, has a pretty solid passing game. And you assuming know he stays it. healthy for the entire season, too. Yeah, assuming his health, uh, definitely. Anybody that's a dual threat is definitely health is a, consider, a consideration. But, I mean, man, I think he, I think it's, it's worth it. At 18-1, I think it's worth it. You bring in DJ Moore, trade from Carolina, you still have Clay's Oh, excuse me, Chase Claypool, who you traded for last season. We still like Cole Komet. Bobby Tunyon is the backup tight end. So, look, we talk about these, like, young quarterbacks and these young teams and getting in the red zone. You got Bobby Tunyon in the red zone. That's a pretty good, you know, pretty decent weapon that can get him a touchdown or two over the course of the season. I, I don't know, man. Darnell Mooney's still there. We'll see what his health is looking like. I know he's nursing an injury right now, but man, they committed to the offensive line a little bit, bringing in some new bodies. I think I think Justin Fields has the potential. Like he truly, truly does have the potential. And the fact that the running backs 
that they have are, we'll see. I mean, Deontay Foreman, Cleo Herbert. I think Roshan Johnson, I've called it at during draft time. I thought Roshan Johnson was going to take over the starting role before the end of the season and be their guy. Man, Justin Fields is it like, I just get excited. I think, man, if it, if the Packers are as bad as everybody thinks and the Lions just do Lions things, they could accidentally be good and then this be a really valuable ticket in the future. So that's my case for Justin Fields. No, I understand the case. I just don't think the Bears are going to be that good, and I'm not sold on Fields as a quarterback. But if we're talking once again about a longer shot, trying to pull it off, you need crazy stats and a bit of a shock value to it. Fields can get you that if the Bears turn out to be good. I just don't think they're going to be that good. So, All right. Let's move on to... Now we're getting to the guys that I actually want to bet. <laughs> because we oh, come on, guys man. We you wouldn't put control. anything on Justin Fields? I am not going to put anything on Justin Fields. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, that's... What, okay, so... Once again, you're hiring a player as a player. You. I don't think he's a good thrower of the football. That's really the main difference. I I, I don't think he's that good of a player. I, but... think, these, I think these weapons are going to make him look a lot better. Though, we'll see. All right, another man on a tier all of his own. Aaron Rodgers at 14-1, your guy. Let me hear it. Go ahead. Let's let's do it. Because the this main is ultimate petty. I would make this is for King Rogers. Petty right here. This is King Petty. If there's the main anybody argument, that's petty, it is Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and he would 100% win MVP after dropping it for a year so he could get out of Green Bay and then come back and win it again after winning it two years prior to that year that Patrick Mahomes just won. Well, this is the main connection that I have from this episode to the Coach of the Year episode. We immediately dismiss Salah as a candidate for Coach of the Year because if the Jets were good, Aaron Rodgers would get all of the credit and they would Mm -hmm. give none of it to Salah. So if the Jets turn out to be good, and let's just say really good for the sake of this, let's say they find a way to somehow win the division. Josh Allen maybe gets hurt. Tua gets hurt. Some weird things happen. The Jets win the division, and Rodgers ends up with a solid season. The narrative is there that Aaron Rodgers carried the Jets to end the longest postseason drought in the NFL. The narrative is there. Mm-hmm. I think 14-1 to 1 makes sense. Is he going to win it? Probably not. But if you're expecting a big stat line, and if you're expecting the narrative to definitely push Rodgers, he's won this award, what, four times? Yep. Is it four? No, three. Three. The the point. The point is, he's won the award. He basically has his name on the trophy. I'm I'm gonna go with Rodgers at. That would, I meant that would be his fourth time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So he has three already. So this would be his fourth. No, I like that. This would be his fifth. He does have four. Oh, so he does he have has, four. Okay. So he has 2011, 2014, and then 2020 and 2021. So okay. So the, so so the point is, five. he does have four. I can definitely see him getting a bunch of credit, maybe something he doesn't deserve if the Jets turn out to be really, really good. I think 14 to 1 is appealing, but you have to convince yourself that Rodgers is actually still elite and last year was not a fluke. I'm not sure about that, but the narrative checkpoints are there. He would tie Peyton Manning with the most NFL MVPs if he won five. So that, if you don't win another title, (laughs) that's a pretty good, you know, legacy-defining thing to have is to tie most MVPs. I just, I'm just fading the Jets being good. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to treat Rodgers like your Justin Fields call. You know, 
I like that. I like that. So we both have now scrapped Geno Smith. We have Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields. Next tier, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, no. Trevor Lawrence, all 10-1. Hurts is appealing solely because some people think he might have gotten robbed last year. He didn't deserve it last year. He got injured. He wasn't going to win the award once he got hurt. But if you think Hurts stays healthy and you think Philly can duplicate what just happened last year, you know Hurts gets every single rushing touchdown because of the rugby scrum QB sneak. So he's going to have a bunch of rushing touchdowns. Hurts makes a lot of sense if you want to go with the potential Embiid pity MVP award and they give it to the guy that might have gotten hosed last year. I think Hurts makes sense. Is he going to win it? I don't think so. But once again, the narrative is there to make right what might have been wrong. If the argument is there, he got hosed. He didn't get hosed. Mahomes deserved MVP. But still, there's a narrative in place to maybe be a little bit more generous with him in the voting if he's in the running at the end of the year. Not for 10 to 1 for me, though. I would have liked a little bit more. I don't like a little bit more. Generous. I was just yeah. comparing him to the other guys in the price range. I, 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 oh yeah, I would take him over those three before. I still like my Justin Fields bet over all of these, but I would, I would take him over Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, one hundred percent. I'm just going to fade the Jags, and and you know you're not going anywhere near Staley, so yeah, I uh, absolutely not, absolutely not. There's no way. So, uh, absolutely, Jalen Hurts in that tier for me. Still holding on to that Justin Fields 18-1. He's got Aaron Rodgers 14-1. Moving up, man on a tier all of his own, Lamar Jackson at 9-1. All right. I'm there. I'm here. I'm, he was the main storyline of the offseason. He got paid. So if you think that he I don't think he's one of those Baltimore, guys. I don't think he's one of those guys that gets paid and, and disappears. I really don't. I have I have health concern issues, but still. Yeah. Then again, but, all these guys do. If you think they get hurt, yeah, and, yeah, and exactly. Everybody's got health concern issues at this point. And if he is completely healthy, I think the last time he was completely healthy, he won the award. Yeah, it was hit or miss there for a couple of years, and then the I one the time, time he was healthy, he, he had that insane Monday night game against Cleveland. Yeah, I think the last time he was fully healthy in the season, he won the award, and, and so, they finally drafted a wide receiver. And they got Odell. They overpaid by a ton to get him, but at least they got him some weapons. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of things around him. And you still, I mean, the running backs are capable as well. It's going to help him in, you know, the RPO uh, game. It's going to help him in play action. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be decent. And you still got Mark Andrews. Overliable. I, I think this is his best unit. This is his best unit. And I think he can replicate that success being healthy. Give me Lamar Jackson, 9-1. Okay, I'll ask you this, though. Um, when you're looking at Lamar, if you want to compare him to Hertz at 10-1, to 1, how much better do you feel about Lamar being 100 or less? Do you think he's got a significantly better chance to win the award than Hertz does? Yes. Okay. Just ask. Like, significantly. So, right. if if Jalen Hurts 10-1 to 1 is the mark, then I feel like I'm stealing with 9-1. to 1. But I feel like Jalen Hurts should be a, just a little bit lower. Maybe at 14-1 with Aaron Rodgers. I was asking because in terms of stats, you can make an argument that Lamar and Jalen Hurts are comparable. That's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah very much so. But also, mm, they could be finished around the same record as well. Yeah. To be honest, though. So. All right. 
Joe Burrow, 7-1. I mean, I Are you I think it? I'm gonna take a I think I'm gonna take a swing with Burrow here. It's a lot of people that really want this to happen. Like there's a lot of people that I want it to happen. To I'm, I'm a huge fan of Burrow, and we know how good he is. And you're looking at the weapons that that checks out. You have Jamar Chase, who missed some time last year. He's healthy. Higgins, also a really good receiver, who also I mean, might does he bounce back from the interceptions? That's I feel like that's it. I feel like that's that's like because if he doesn't have all those interceptions, he has more opportunity to finish those drives with get more yardage, get more touchdowns. I feel like the interceptions was the thing that held him back last year. But this is why I'm kind of happy you brought up the interceptions because that's the same exact issue with Josh Allen. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, so let's just talk about them at the same time then. I think because that's why I'm thinking Josh Allen. We're leaving one guy by himself. I think we have to group Allen and Burrow together at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Josh Allen plus 650. I'd rather so, take Burrow over Allen. Yeah. I mean, I would place a bet over Burrow over Allen too, but. Because I think that Joe Burrow can get past his interception thing. I think that's just who Josh Allen is. I think Allen was able to get past it with Dable, and Dable left, and he went back to making a lot of dumb throws. And yeah. you know, it's who Josh Allen is. You know, he's a very talented, elite talent. But there's a little bit of ignoring the mobility. There's a, there's a little bit of Farve in there, mm-hmm. where he knows how good his arm actually is. So he tries to make the dumbest throws possible because he thinks he can get away with it. At least Burrow usually makes good decisions with the football. I know the interceptions are a bit of a concern, but there is read progression there. Allen, with his mobility, runs around a lot and makes a lot of really dangerous throws. I don't see that changing. I think he's just a very, very talented gunslinger. Do you feel Mm -hmm. the same way? Because that feels like that's part of his DNA. Yeah, I think he's just like a natural natural freak athlete. Like, that's, that's it. And he's not he, going to flip the off switch and stop throwing picks. I just think this is who he is. He's going to constantly yeah. finish with around like 14 picks every year. Yeah. And Joe Burrow, I think Joe Burrow could potentially get that down for a year. Not maybe yeah. not consistently, but for a year, he just has a really, really good year. And he's seeing everything right and make, and they're making all the plays. And you just get the luck factor of some tip balls kind of just find their way in the dirt instead of somebody else's hands. And he gets the opportunity to finish more drives than yeah, I, I think that Joe Burrow has a chance, but I mean, keeping going what we're doing, I'm still holding on to Lamar a Lamar Jackson ticket before taking either one of these two. Yeah, if, if I was just comparing Burrow to Allen, if you're going to give me an extra 50 cents, and we still think the interception concerns are there for both players, but we have more faith in Burrow to get back on track quicker, I think Burrow's a better deal at plus 700 than Allen is at plus 650. All right, so who do you like more, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen? Definitely not Allen. I'm not taking Allen. I think Allen makes too many mistakes. I don't actually think he's going to win the MVP. If I had to pick based on those three, I'd pick Burrow. Because once again, Rodgers, I think the narrative is there. I'm just not sure how much he has left in the tank, Mm -hmm. which is a separate concern. Burrow, Cincinnati is the class of that division. He has great weapons. Burrow's been making deep playoff runs for the last couple years. So everything he does is going to be magnified no matter what. If I had to pick between those three, I think Burrow has the best chance to win the MVP. The Rodgers odds are fun for the narrative, but out of those three, I think Burrow has the best chance, personally. All right. Let's move to a man that leads the pack. Plus 625, the GOAT Patrick Mahomes, winner of the MVP last year. 
I'm t- I'm taking him. I'm, I'm not going to spend much time on it. I'm I'm taking him. I you know as president of Patrick Mahomes fan club. Uh, How do I not take him? That's a better question. He like, loses Tyreek Hill. He wins the he wins the Super Bowl. Like what, what more do you wins want? Wins the award. Wins MVP. And he wins, wins everything. Bowl. Like what do you want? He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Like I don't I don't know what more you want me he, to tell you. I, I I mean I can't say I can't say anything else like. You can doubt him if you want. You can say it's a chalky bet. You can do whatever. He has surpassed the conversation of being the best quarterback in the league. And they're now saying, now, out of all the all-time quarterbacks, where is he at? And he's just going to keep doing it year after year after year. He's always going to be in conversation for the award. If he's always going to be in conversation for the award, I'm always going to have a little something on him. In terms of peak, I think he's top two. I think it's him and Prime Rogers, to be honest, in terms of peak talent. There was like a couple of years there with Rogers before he hurt his collarbone. Every year was just 40 touchdowns, seven picks. Mm-hmm. Like every year. And it just was like, what is this? This is what Mahomes does. Mahomes can walk into every single year going for 45 touchdowns, nine picks, like six rushing touchdowns. Congratulations. Here's your trophy. And if he does it again, nobody would be surprised. And I mean, this is the next, but you just think about the milestones of what he has to do in his career to be one of those greats. The next milestone is winning back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. Like, that's the next one. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. I mean, you know, let's take it all the way back. Jim Brown, like. I'm trying to think of Brady never won back-to-back MVPs, right? I don't think he won. I don't think so. No, he didn't. It was uh, Peyton Manning's back-to-back MVPs that cut his two in half. That's what I thought. Uh, his first two. So, yeah, uh, man, I mean... You might think it's chalky when you look at the market right now, and then it's week three, and Mahomes' odds are down from plus 625 to plus 200, and you feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, Mahomes' odds are going to be at some point plus 300 because you know he's going to go nuts to start the year. And at that point, I'd rather get in early than late. I got to take Mahomes. He's the best yeah. quarterback I've ever seen. I, I, I can't go against him. All right, let's get to closing this out. If you've been following along with the game, kind of know the players that we like the most already, but to just kind of give you mine again, of course, we go Patrick Mahomes is going to be in my heart. Lamar Jackson, I really, really like Lamar Jackson. It's not Patrick Mahomes. I think it is Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields is fun. At 18-1, Justin Fields is fun, and I think that I'm going to get Justin Fields at Eight to one, seven to one, five to one. I think I'm gonna get just feels at five to one at some point. Then I can, you know, hunt out a bit and let somebody else do the rest. But yeah, that that's it for me. Um, I think at thirty to one, and it's just fun, and I like them. So little couple dollars at Geno Smith, Scott. Yeah, I'm on Mahomes and Burrow as my two quote unquote favorites. So I'll have more money on those two guys than the others. But I will go with Mahomes and Burrow. I'll throw a little bit on Rodgers. I do think that, once again, the narrative is there. And the Jets, if they are good, Rodgers is getting every piece of the credit, which definitely helps. And I'll go with Gino uh, for a little bit of 33-1. to So I'm going to keep it small, keep it simple. I'm going to go with four guys. Most of the money probably going in on Mahomes and followed by Burrow. But I think Rodgers has the narrative, and Gino is more of the fun, long job play. All right. Everybody, appreciate you listening to the NFL Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow us at SGPN NFL on Twitter, NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube. 
wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you leave a review for us. We need those. He, Scott, do you have anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. I'm hoping the Belmont does not get canceled because I'm going, so it should be fun. Uh, but besides that, though, no. Find me on Twitter, Right Show Radio. Find me on the tennis show. Find me on the NBA show, the NFL show, WNBA show, MLB show. You get the point. But, yeah, you know where to find me. All right. I'm at really real underscore underscore. And if you need anything else, we will be back in an unspecified amount of time. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.